we're here in Perak Yudalid. We're about to read a paragraph, which we'll read inside first, which superficially, right, when you read it, it sounds like it's not relevant to us. But I'm going to bring out practical things from it that is relevant to us, okay? So we're up to this paragraph called HaPerishut Badinim. See that? HaPerishut Badinim. This is in the 14th parak, parak Yudalim. HaPerishut Badinim. There's a concept of Perishut, of going above and beyond the letter of the law when it comes to Halakha. A person who is a parush would be strict in halakha constantly. And he will follow the opinion of the minority. In a machloikis, if it seems that the yachid has a valid point, he will follow it. Even though we know that the is Yahid Verabim. So according to the letter of the law, you follow the Rabim. But if a person's on the letter, level of Pirishut, he will follow the Yahid to be Mahmir. Not to be Makal. But we follow the Yahid to be Mahmir. If there's a Das Yachid that has a Khumran, the Halacha, he's gonna follow the Da Yahid. But tonight, has to be a real chumra, not a chumra that comes out of kula from it. And to be machmir on a something that's a safek. Even though the Allah would be that if it's a safek, he could go lenient, he would be machmir. It says over here that the chumrah and halacha that he didn't eat from an animal, that there was a suffix if it was treif or not, even though the rabbi was moderate. The Indian to be machmer not to eat from it or behemar. They say kos 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 means that it looks like it might die. So the owner says, you know what? Let's check it quickly before it dies, so we don't have an available, we don't lose out. But even though halachically you can eat from it, whatever all the details of the halacha is, but it's the Indian to be machmer not to eat from it. calls that This is of course. Mutar in halacha, and but he was machmer himself. Okay, let me just read a drop more, and then we'll talk. You can't say whatever is mutar for the klal Yisrael is mutar for a person who is a parush. He has a different shulchan aruch. A person who is a parush will stay away. From Isurim or possible Isurim as much as possible. So just like we spoke out earlier, that a parush will stay away from the pleasures of this world. Because the pleasures of this world might lead him to an Avera. The same parush is going to be machma not to get near a possible Avera. And therefore that's going to drive him to be machma and halacha and drive him to stay away from svekas, etc., etc. Right? So when we start this paragraph, we say this is not really for us. Because bottom line, 
Halavai, we should keep all the halachot. Forget about the chubrot. Right? But I want to show you how this is, yes. This is important. I'm going to show you some ideas. Okay? One idea comes actually from this week's parasha. We find that Esav was sent out by his father to go trap an animal, to slaughter it, and bring him food. You know that? You're familiar with that? So now, what happened was, Esav was sent out to the field, and Hashem made a miracle that Esav, even though he was a master at hunting, what should have taken him quick to trap an animal and to slaughter it and prepare for his father, being that Hashem wanted that Yaakov should steal the Berachot from him, he made him have the most ridiculously difficult day in the field. Every single time he tried to trap something, it got away. It was like the worst, most frustrating day he could have ever had in his entire life. And he came back from the field, finally, finally, finally came back. He was stressed out. He was burnt out. He was going crazy. And he finally got there. And how does he talk to his father? He talks to his father, come on, dad, get up, let's go, it's time to eat, right? He doesn't talk with Derech Eretz. Chazal say, because he didn't speak with Derech Eretz, he was very punished for it. Oh, Chazal. So the altar from Slabotka asks a question. He says, the reason why Esav didn't speak with Derech Eretz is because he was in a really bad mood. It wasn't Stam he didn't speak with Derech Eretz. Not necessarily on a regular day he spoke without Derech Eretz to his father. He had a tremendous kibbutz of him. You can't say that every single day he spoke without Derech Eretz's father. It just, you know, sometimes when a guy is just at wit's end, he's having the most horrible day in the world. Everything he does is going wrong. Nothing's going right. His frustration level is up to the moon. So we say normally the klal is en adam nitpas. A person is not held accountable for his words when he's in a lot of pain. Because people, they lose their ability to control themselves and to behave and to think things through, right? So why was Esav so punished on that day for not speaking correctly to his father? Erekasha. So we, because when we learned the parsha, we learned it like kids, like the way we learned Cheder. We, our Mora told us in Cheder that the kid can't, that Esav spoke like a grubber mensch. You know what a grubber mensch means? Like a thick person, like a person without any midot tovot. He spoke like this, he was a grubber guy. That's how we look at Esav. But really, Esav was a master in Kibbutz of Aim. And part of being a master in Kibbutz of Aim is speaking respectfully to your parents. So Esav definitely spoke respectfully to his parents all the time. On that day, he didn't speak respectfully to his parents. Why not? Because that day was a day that was a nightmare for him. If you look at Chazal, exactly what he went through on that day, terrible frustration. So the altar from Slabotke, <coughs> he has a safer altar Slabotke, it's out of print. But a nice man, who used to learn here in the Kolel, Michael Hirsch, he printed it for me. I have it in my office, a photocopy of that safer. And in that safer, he talks about this question, and his mime called Derek Eretz Kadmalatari. It's a strong question. So the altar says like this. This is, this is a very big yisai. You have to hear this yisai. 
He says <clears throat> that when a person reaches a certain madrega, like Esav reached the madrega and Kivravim, the madrega is machai of him to live up to different standards. Okay? That means if you reached a certain level, the level is machai of you to behave on a different standard. Meaning for a regular guy, when he's not in the best mood, and he doesn't speak to his parents, he won't be so punished. But a person who excelled in the area of Kivit now he reached a certain level, that's him a different Shulchan Aruch. Okay? So I'm going to try to develop this inside. That's basically what the Ramchal is saying here. The Ramchal is saying, there's two different Shulchan Aruchs. There's a Shulchan Aruch for the regular guy, and in the Shulchan Aruch for the regular guy, Rabbim v'yahid alacha kerabim, but then there's a person who's a parush, a person who came to a higher level. He excelled in precious. He has a different shulchan aruch. In his shulchan aruch, he has to go with the yachid l'chomra. That's a different shulchan aruch, right? Now, the guy who became a parush can't say, listen, you know, I'm a parush on my terms. I wanted to be a parush the way I see it. And that's it. No. Once you became a parush, once you became on a higher level, you have different responsibilities to live up to those responsibilities. For example, another example. You see, for example, a nazir. Right? You ever heard of a nazir? Ah. Maybe some people over here should learn about nazirus with haircuts. <laughs> right? So what did the nazir do? The Nazir made a neder, Nazirus. What was his Nazirus? Eliezer, what was his Nazirus? What was he, what was his Kabbalah's Nazirus? Not to drink wine. Only. What does the Torah throw on him? Can't go near Metim. Can't take haircuts. He didn't say that. He said Nazir from wine. Why do you all of a sudden get new laws? Because once he became a Nazir from wine, he became a holy person. Once he became a holy person, he has different standards. And the different standards is he has to be not metamala mason, but not take a hiccup. So you see that it's not just you do something, a specific thing. If it changes your, 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 who you are, that comes with other responsibilities. Now Asaph didn't like that. Asaph liked to do things on his terms, but not change. I'm Asaph. I do kibbut of a. And when I'm ready to do it, I do it. When I'm not ready to do it because I'm having a hard day, I ain't doing it. He's not ready to understand that when you change, when you grow, you're a different person. And a different person has different standards. You see by Asaph, he didn't want the bechorah. Why didn't he want the bechorah? Too much responsibilities. Being a Kohen is too much responsibilities. You have to live a lifestyle that fits with being a Kohen. He doesn't mind being a Kohen. Doesn't mind working in the Beit HaMikdash. Esau was a very smart guy. He knew what holiness is. But he wasn't willing to 
changed certain things in his life, which wasn't so simple for him. And therefore he said, I don't want it. You got it? It's a very important insight. A person who's a yeshiva bocher, he's not a regular kid who's 20 years old, who happens to be learning in yeshiva at the present moment, because learning is a good thing. Being a yeshiva bocher is mechai of you to change and live up to other responsibilities that other people are doing, which is not necessarily a bad thing per se. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And this is where people struggle. They still want to dress like a regular guy. They still want to behave like a regular guy. They still want to have a phone like a regular guy. They still want to watch what a regular guy watches. They want to be regular. But now they're learning because learning is a big mitzvah. So they might as well do a big mitzvah. It's a great thing. No, joining yeshiva and being a ben Torah is a different level of a person. It's a person who reached the madrega, who's dedicating his life to avoid the Hashem and not towards making money. That comes with a with a package. The package is living up to the standards of what a ben Torah is. And you can't say, well, I'm not held accountable for it. Of course you're held accountable for it. Now, if a guy says, I'm not going to go to yeshiva, because going to yeshiva now, Rabbi Harari told me that going to yeshiva is not just learning. Going to yeshiva means changing your your standards. I don't know if I'm ready to change your standards. If a person would say that, that's what Rabbi Rucham says, that's called mevazeh. That's called a bizayon. The mevazeh. If you understand what it is to be this person, this type of person, then you don't focus on the the difficulties. Right? This is an example. Rabbi Yochum says an example. You know, sometimes you go down Squankum over here to come to Yeshiva. There's farms. You know those farms on the way? Sometimes you see horses there. Samogazen horses. Horses are geschmack. They run wild and free. They don't have to work on getting clothing. Clothing, you don't need clothing. Clothes are big bahte, you know. You have to go up, take your measurements and get your clothes. No shidduchim. Henry, horses, no shidduchim. The, the stable owner mates them. And baya. Mafi shidduchim. Okay? No achrayas. No shibudim. Hefkeris. They don't have to try to find their food. Everything is given to them. No shidduchim. Wow, is a haim, right? So imagine you're driving down Squonkim and you start looking at the horses and you say, you know what? Halavai, I should have been a horse. <laughs> you know? Then you have to go to a mental home. Why? It's true, being a Ben Adam has responsibilities. Has achrayas. But if you understand the value of being an Adam, then it's a small price to pay the responsibility. That's part of being an Adam. Right? It's like a guy would tell you, listen, I don't want to get married. Look, I see all these Kolel guys, these married guys. They have to pay bills. They have to do Shalom Bayez. They have to mechanic their kids. I'd rather sit in the dormitory and do nothing with my life. The guy's a head case. Why? Of course marriage comes with Shibudim and Achrayas. Of course. But if you're a person who understands the point of marriage, and you understand the value of having kids, and the value of building a Bayi Deimam Israel, 
So you have to live with the responsibilities, right? And if a guy would get married, and then he would tell his wife, you know, I, I was masking to get married, but I don't really want all the package of marriage, you know? I'm not doing nothing. You do everything. She's going to bounce him out of the house on top of his head. Because it's not marriage one pa'ula. That's what you became. You understand? So we have to understand, it's not a black and white world in the respect. A parush has one shulchan aruch. We have the regular shulchan aruch. There's levels of precious, and each level of precious is mechaev, a different shulchan aruch. One level of pirishut that every person sitting in this room has is that he's a ben Torah. Whether he's a yeshiva bacher, whether he's a avrech, he is a, a level of a parush. He's parush medarke oilam. Once you're parush medarke oilam, you reach that level, you have to live up to a certain standard of being a parush medarke oilam. That's your shulchan aruch. That's what you're held responsible for. That's a standard which is responsible. You can't look and say, oh, look what everybody else is doing, and if it's okay for them, it's okay for me. No, it's not okay for you. You have to be careful. You have a different level. What kind of car you drive, what kind of thing you have, what's wrong, you know? I'm not a parush, you know? No, you're a ben Torah. And if you're a ben Torah, you have a certain standard that you have to live with. You understand? I'll give you an example now. New Yetzirah and the Bria today, Everybody wants to get Teslas, you know? Teslas, Teslas and Nuzach, right? Correct? So let's talk about one aspect of the Tesla. One aspect. So in a Tesla, there's a computer. Okay? And that computer, it's impossible to filter that computer. Right? So, Shiva Bacher, Kolel is going to say, listen, I'm going to get the call. I won't activate the service. It'll be there. Right? Now, a person who has any fear of sin would never, ever put himself into such a situation where in one second he could activate the internet and have a filterless internet. Now, maybe for one level Jew, it's okay. I don't know. But for a Ben Torah... A person who is living on a higher standard of Avodah Hashem. A person who is living on a higher standard of Hashem, there's a different Shulchan Aruch for, for him. He has to be worried about the Yetzirah on a higher level of precious than another guy. He has to be able to afford it also. Of course. I'm saying, Luyat is Tati Hot Gelt. Let's say his father had money. He's willing to give it. Not after he, he begged his father and made his father go into Chaifas. Not that type. Right? <laughs> but he's a guy that Stati Tak has a sack gelt. He has a lot of money. And the kid's been spoiled from Sheshesh. He made patience. So he gets him whatever he wants. But that's not the point. The point is, there is a precious. And then when he looks at you and he says, like, what's the problem? You have a different Shulchan Aruch. And you're held responsible to the different Shulchan Aruch. You understand? This is, this is Nogeya to so many things in our lives. We need to understand that learning in Yeshiva or in Kolel is not just one inyan that you're doing. You chose and you were ro'ui and God helped you choose it and you're lucky to that you have chosen it to be a different level of a person. A person 
who's dedicated, dedicated to learning Torah. That's what you do. So a person who's dedicated to learning Torah and doing Avodah Hashem is a different person. Even if a guy is a kolel avrech and he needs to put food on his table, he has to do some work on the side, could be. But he has to think in different terms. He has to think in the terms of what is the ikr, what's the tuffel, what work he does, what work he doesn't do. Because he has a different shulchan aruch. So this thing that the Masil Sashorim is saying is very negayatas. It's not a black and white world. It's not a black and white world. In our world, there's also a level of Shulchan Aruch that's different than the Shulchan Aruch of a guy who's in college or working or a regular guy. It's different Shulchan Aruch. Understand? Let's read a little bit more and I'll bring out another Amkis. Okay? Because we have only a few minutes here. Then he says, V'chein Omar Mar Ukva. You see inside? V'chein Omar Mar Ukva. Mar Ukva said, Anna Behai Milta. I am with this thing. Hala barhamra legabe aba. I am like vinegar in comparison to my father who's like wine regarding this thing. The ilu abakad achel bisraha idna. If my father would eat meat today, lo have achil givina lamachaki ashta. He wouldn't eat dairy till 24 hours from the time he ate meat. Va'ana, but I. I wouldn't eat if I if I ate in this meal meat. I wouldn't eat until the next meal, meaning six hours later. That's where six hours comes from. All right, there was barely six hours uh, between meals. So he said between dairy, between meat and dairy, I wait six hours. My daddy was a big tzaddik. He was a big parush. He didn't wait six hours between meat and milk. He waited 24 hours. Okay? So he's showing you like this. You don't have to wait 24 hours. Because if halacha, you had to wait 24 hours, you wouldn't go against halacha. The father was a very holy man. He wouldn't get close to the Isra of Basel B'cholov. He wouldn't get close to it. Right? That's why he called himself vinegar, the son of wine. Meaning, he looked at himself as if, what's vinegar? Does anybody know what vinegar is? What's vinegar? Vinegar is spoiled wine. means I, I, I ruined the mile of my father. My father was wine. I ruined his mila. I wasn't as a parush as him. So I'm going to end off quickly with one vart. Okay? Okay? Here, one vart. Ready? The vart's like this. His father was a holy, holy man. Yeah? Wine. Marukva was also holy. But not holy like his father. So why did he say, I'm like vinegar. I ruined my father's mila. I ruined it. He should have said, my father was like, yeah, I am a shubach. Expensive wine, and I'm like regular wine. Why do you say about himself, precious like this level is not expected of every person? So why do you say I ruined it? I ruined the father's mile. So I saw once by Rabbi Yankov Galinsky, he says like this. He says, for an average person to reach high level of pirishut like that, it's difficult. But if your father has the mile, it's easier for you to reach it. 
And if you didn't reach it, then you're Machal the Mile of your father. And he quotes a Meiri. And he says it's not only by your father. If you have a Rebbe, if you're Rebbeim on a higher level of precious, it automatically gives you an ability to reach much higher standards than you would on your own. And therefore, a person can't always look at himself, oh, myself, you, you don't realize from where you came from and the environment that you're in give you more kohot to reach higher levels. And if you don't, it's a taina on a person that he's considered like vinegar with Michal the Milo from his father or his Rebbe. You got it? We'll stop here for two.